you know what it's all about. I want to actually take a couple minutes, just as we kind of wrap up our service this morning, just to talk to you guys a little bit about Christmas and the true meaning of Christmas. So in my house, um, we have, there's five kids in my home, and over the years, uh, we've had a bunch of different pets in our house. Do any of you kids have any kind of pets? Anybody got some pets? Maybe a cat or a dog or a fish or, or something along those lines? Well, in my home, this last week, I spent some time trying to remember all the different fish and all the different pet pets that we've had over the years. And I think I got it right. So we've had about, over the last 15 years, we've had right around 10 cats. We've had a lizard. We've had four rabbits. We've had a dog. And we've, got about, we've had about four to five parakeets, these little tiny birds. Did I get that right for my kids? Yeah, something along those lines. Well, so as of this morning, you might think that my house, we probably we have like a small zoo, but actually, as of this morning, we have one animal. We have a dog. And now you're going, okay, what happened to all your other animals, Rich? Well, some of our pets, like our rabbits and some of our cats, they decided they just did not want to be kind of stuck in our house anymore. The walls were too small. They had some big dreams for their lives. And so they decided one day just to kind of up and leave and go and head out into the big wide world all on their own. Some of our other pets uh, just weren't working out so well, so we decided to give them to some other owners who could look after them. And then some other pets, it was just kind of their time, and today they are somewhere out there in, in pet heaven. But this is particularly the case with our goldfish. So over the years, we've had a number of different goldfish, and I actually brought some here this morning to show you guys in case, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you guys know what goldfish are, but this is what goldfish look like. Uh, I brought these goldfish, um, picked them up just this morning, uh, got them at Walmart because I needed them to be alive, and so I got them today, and uh, here they are in all their gold beauty, these three awesome goldfish. But with goldfish in my family, typically it, uh, a couple things usually happen with goldfish. We haven't had goldfish in a while because they just don't do so well. Um, one of the things that always happens with goldfish in our home is that at some point, our goldfish goes belly up. Now, you that have seen Founding Nemo, you know what that's all about. The little baby fish goes for a long winter's nap and just kind of hangs out in that, that state for a while. Uh, the other thing that, that's been true of all the goldfish that we've ever had is how they just never seem to kind of warm up to us and never seem to kind of like us a whole lot. You know, sometimes with like our dog, our dog loves us. We come home, the dog, our, our dog, his name is Bear, his, his tail starts to wag. Yesterday he was even out sledding with us and just like out there frolicking in the snow, having a great time. But our goldfish, they don't really ever get friendly and get cozy with us. Um, now we've done a lot of things for our goldfish. We give them food. Uh, we have, with our goldfish over the years, we've, we've even put little tiny fake trees in the, 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 the tank. We've given them some nice, pretty rocks and all that kind of stuff. We've given them the best food that we can find. But it just, our goldfish are still afraid of us. And they just never seem to get, to get close to us. Now, you'd think that these goldfish would, at the very least, at least be thankful for all that we, we've done for them. But not the case. They just seem to think that we are out to get them. To our goldfish that we've had over the years, these are new goldfish, but to our goldfish, we just always seem like these big, scary humans. And so when we get close, like these goldfish here, 
all they see is this big scary guy up here. And they see me come around and their, their little tails start to wag and they, they try to get away from me as fast as they can. They, they bolt to the other side of the little tank. And it, it didn't matter with our goldfish how much we cared about them. There was always this distance between us and our goldfish. goldfish. There's only one way that my goldfish and even these goldfish would ever begin to know and understand that me, this big human, actually cares about them. The only way that they could ever know that is if I was to actually transform and change and shrink down, 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 and become a goldfish. You guys want to see me become a goldfish this morning? Yeah? Magic time? No, I can't do that. Sorry, guys. That'd be a pretty awesome magic trick, though. But that's the only way. If I, was to be able, if I could shrink down and become a little tiny goldfish and speak goldfish language, however, whatever that sounds like. Does anybody know what a goldfish sounds like? Anybody know how to speak goldfish? No? But if I could shrink, shrink down and speak goldfish, then I could tell these goldfish, hey, I care about you guys. I want you guys to live. I want you to have the best life that you could possibly have in this little tiny jar. But I can't obviously shrink down and become a little goldfish. And this is kind of a little bit what Christmas is all about. You see, God is very big. God is very powerful. The Bible says that, that all things have been created through him. God created the heavens. He created the earth. God said, let there be lights in the sky. And there was the sun, boof. There was the moon, boof. There was all the, the galaxies and the millions and millions of stars. God created all of that because he's just powerful. And the Bible also says that he is the everlasting God, which means that he had no beginning, he has no end, God has just always been. For thousands of years, people saw God as just kind of being this big guy out there in space. And whenever God would try to get close to people, they were kind of like these little fish. They'd get kind of scared because here comes this big, powerful God. And so God decided to do something amazing and incredible. He didn't become a goldfish, but he would transform himself and shrink down, 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 and become a little tiny baby. The Bible says it like this. John, who was a really good friend of Jesus and one of his first followers, described it like this. He said, the word, or God, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. God became human. And we have seen his glory, the Bible says, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And Christmas Day is the day we celebrate that God, the day God became human. He was still God, but he was also human. It was the day that he stepped down out of heaven and he became a baby boy. A baby boy who would grow up to become a man, a man who would speak to us, a man who would teach us, who would make his home among us. And by doing all that, he showed us what God is really like. But he didn't just come so that we could understand him. He also came so that he could rescue us and die on the cross for our sins. And this story that, that I read this morning was a story about Lucy. And Lucy had, um, she had all this excitement because there was this new store coming to town. Remember that? And this new store, nobody knew what it was going to be about. Nobody knew what it was for. But she was hoping that this new store would be a candy store. And uh, she was full of anticipation. That's a really big word that basically just means Lucy was expecting something to happen. She had this hope. And every single one of us in this room has 
Now, some of you kids, you've got some hope when it comes to Christmas morning or Christmas Eve. You're hoping that underneath that tree, you might have a new doll or maybe a new Xbox game, or maybe under that tree, you'll have um, maybe a new sled, but you've got something that you're hoping for. This last week, a lot of you were hoping that when you woke up in the morning, there'd be this white, fluffy stuff on the ground. You were hoping there'd be some snow. And we all have things that we hope for. Sometimes we get the things we hope for. Sometimes we don't get the things that we hope for. And when the things that we hope for don't actually end up happening, it actually makes you kind of disappointed. The Bible says that um, hope deferred makes the heart sick. When you don't get that thing you're hoping for, it can leave, leave you discouraged, leave you kind of sad. Well, before Jesus was born, a lot of people were hoping that somebody would come along to save them. They were hoping that someone would rescue them. They just had no idea that the person who would rescue them would be God himself, and they certainly had no idea that God would come as a little baby boy to rescue them. But there was one man, his name was Simeon, and the Bible talks about how this man, when, when Jesus showed up as a baby, Simeon knew that this baby Jesus was the one that was going to rescue them, the one that was going to save them. And the Bible says that, that Simeon was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come. He had a lot of hope that, that Jesus, the Messiah, was going to come. And the reason he had so much hope was because the Holy Spirit had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And so just after Jesus was born, Mary and Joseph, they bring baby Jesus to, to see Simeon. And this, this old man, he sees baby Jesus, and he knew that this baby was the one that everybody had been hoping would come. And the Bible has this, it tells about how Simeon had baby Jesus in his arms, and as Simeon is looking down at baby Jesus, he says these words. He says, Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace. As you have promised, I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations. It is absolutely crazy that this man put so much hope in a little baby that, was holding, that he was holding in his arms. He, he had peace because of this baby. And he, had, he, he put all of his hope in this baby that he was holding. The Bible says that he, he knew that this baby was going to be the light for God to reveal himself to all nations. And this morning, every one of us in this room, it doesn't matter if you're two years old, seven years old, 10 years old, or 95 years old, every single one of us in this room can have a hope that is sure, a hope that is strong, a hope that's bigger than any kind of hope you can have at Christmas, a hope that is, is in Jesus because of who Jesus is. He's the light of the world. He's here to shine his light in the, the darkest darkness, whatever that darkness might be in the world around you, whatever that darkness might look like for you. He's here to be a light for you. And, and we can put all of our hope in him. This God who loved us enough to, to become one of us, who loved us enough to give his life for us on a cross. He's the God who came to rescue us, the Savior who is the light of the world. And I would encourage you this Christmas to put your biggest, strongest hope in Jesus and in who he is. Sound good? Why don't we close in prayer this morning?
Heavenly Father, it's been a lot of fun just hanging out this morning with, with all the kids, and, and I thank you, Jesus, that we can be together. Lord, we're so blessed, um, Lord, here in this church. And I just want to thank you, Father, that we can celebrate this morning. We can have a party, Lord, because, Jesus, you came. You came to, to, to give your life for us. You came as a bright, bright light, shining brighter than any star. Lord, you came as a bright light to show us who you are and how great you are and how much hope we can have and how much peace we can have in you. And Lord, you know every single situation in this room. Lord, you know every single boy, you know every single girl, you know every single man and woman. God, you know everybody here and Lord, exactly what's going on in their lives. And Jesus, I just want to pray that Lord, over the next couple weeks at this, this special time of year, I pray that everybody here would know the hope and the peace that Jesus there is in you. Lord, I pray that, Lord, as we talk more about Christmas and, and what it means, Jesus, that, that it would be about so much more than just something that happened way back there in history. Lord, I pray that, that the reality, the truth of who you are, Jesus, that, Lord, you are alive, that you are here, that you are here to bring hope and joy and peace. God, may that just be so true for each one of us, I pray. Lord, I ask all these things. In your great and awesome name, amen, amen.